in a world where jobs are how most people make money. One man, one desire, one challenge dares to break the mold. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where we don't work for money. Money works for us. Coming soon. Viewer discretion advised. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manassero. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network. I'm your host, Bill Manassero, and this is a show where 50-plusers and anyone else who wants to join us get solid, no-sales-pitch real estate investing advice to help generate real cash flow. This podcast airs twice weekly on Mondays and Fridays, and if you aren't already a subscriber, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, type in Old Dogs, spelled D-A-W-G-S, find our podcast and subscribe. Well, we got a great show for you today. We have a returning guest. If you think back to April 26, 2021, um, he had a, a show. It was called How to Be Successfully Unemployed. His name is Dustin Heiner. And Dustin is a rental property expert and founder of MassivePassiveIncome.com and rentalpassiveincome.com. Being successfully unemployed at 37 years old by investing in properties, he is now on a mission to help people to quit their jobs and never have a job again. Dustin started masterpassiveincome.com from his home in 2015 while being a full-time employee married with four children owning and operating two other businesses and being a full-time investor. Also in 2015, Dustin wrote his first book, How to Quit Your Job with Rental Properties, which quickly became a bestseller. Well, Dustin, welcome back to the Old Dogs REI Network. Thank you so much, Bill. I really appreciate it. And you know what's funny? It's like... Yeah, it's, it was a year ago that I was on the show, but it, man, it just feels like time flew because I was like, oh man, I was on that show like a couple months ago, but then I realized <laughs> it was a year ago. But no, I'm super pumped. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, well, we're, we're stoked to have you back and uh, and get a little update here. You Since last time we talked, um, there wasn't a, a pandemic. And uh, <laughs> so so it's definitely uh, um, definitely something that, you know, I uh, also be curious about how how you fared during that time. And uh, yeah, just bring us up to date. Uh, what uh, what have you been doing for the last, uh, you know, it looks like, you know, year or so? 
I've been, well, definitely start off by, I'm definitely blessed. I've been, uh, everything has been going very well in my life. My wife and I are doing fantastic. Kids are doing great. We homeschool our kids. And so with that, my wife does all the hard work. I have, I have the, op- or the, the blessing of being able to have the easy job of making money. She's got the hard job of homeschooling the kids. And so <laughs> it's been going very well. My, I'm really well. My real estate is just I started investing back in 2006, 2007 ish, and bought property after property. Eventually, had enough properties where I didn't need to work anymore because I had passive income. You know, each property making me $250 a month in passive income when I buy it. And then now, fast forward now, my rents have doubled, if not gone up even more than that. And I'm just making so much more money because once you buy one property, you just hold on to it. And I'm creating, just like everybody who buys real estate, we can create generational wealth. I'm literally going to give these properties to my kids. So real estate's been going so very, very well. And on top of that, master passive income, that's where I, you know, I, I just really just love showing people how to invest in real estate. My, my, uh, when I was 27 years old and fast forward, when I was 37, I quit my job. When I was 27, I gave myself 10 years. I said, okay, self in 10 years, you're going to quit your job. And even if you don't have the means to do that, like that's a deadline, you're going to quit. And so I was really blessed to buy property after property, each one making me $250 or more. And then now I have, I was, you know, I was able to quit my job at 37 years old to become successfully unemployed from there. I started teaching people because I had so many people asking me, friends and family members, church, you know, church members uh, asked me, how did you do it? And then can you teach me? And so I just started teaching people. And fast forward now, that's just a passion of mine. So now my new goal, instead of quitting my job in 10 years, now my new goal is to teach a million people how to invest in real estate. And with that, master passive income, I got like, you know, hundreds of coaching students. And on top of that, this year, uh, was it 2021 is when I did started it and it happened in 2022. I created a real estate investor conference, like a in-person gathering where we all get together. And this is also another passive income business because I hire employees. I have them do literally do everything, which is great. I just got to run around and smile and say hi to people. But with that, it's adding to my goal of getting um, or helping a million people to invest in real estate or to become financially independent. So fast forward now, I've literally got four no, sorry, five businesses, and they're all doing terrific because I focus on passive income. You know, writing a book, selling it over and over again, or like I don't sell it, but uh, you know, Amazon and all them other they do. That's passive income. Or buying one rental property, and that makes me money. Like the the property is what does all the work. I make passive income. I start a business, and then I put something out there for somebody to buy, and I have somebody else, I hire them to do everything in the business, that's passive income. I'm not working. Basically, I work one time and I make money on over and over again. So been very, very blessed. Things are going very, very well. And now I'm starting even a second conference. So the first one's called the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, RubeCon for short, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com. But that's Real Estate Wealth Builders. And then I'm creating another conference because, and here's here's a kind of a long-winded answer to finish it up with this. I had so many not necessarily employees, but like contractors working for me. And eventually I'm like, if I could bring them on full time, they're only doing one conference a year. That's not enough work for somebody to you know pull, pay the full time. I said, let's make two or three or four conferences. So I'm in the process of creating a conference business that has multiple. I'm, I'm looking to get four different conferences, like a crypto wealth builders conference, a financial wealth builders, like stocks and all that sort of stuff. And so all that having other people do all the work 
and I work one time and that passive income all comes in and I literally don't work. So that's where the big broad picture of where I'm at right now, Bill. Wow, that's uh, that's amazing. <laughs> Since the last time we've talked, I mean, you've you've picked up a lot more uh, a lot more areas of focus, which are which is fantastic. Um, um, how did how did uh, COVID affect you during uh, during all of this? So COVID was definitely well. I'll I'll, I'll break it up in two different things. For my rental properties, it was fantastic. Not saying that because of COVID, it was fantastic. But when you think about it, people were locked in their homes and not really ready to move. So that helped me a ton. And on top of that, I honestly didn't see much if not, actually, let, let me say that none of my properties had any issues with people not being able to pay their rent or anything like that, or the mortgage forbearance or, or uh, rental, you know, moratorium, all that sort of stuff. I didn't have any of that. And all of my students and the other investors that I know, friends, and you know, I know hundreds of investors, it was it was weird how COVID didn't really affect us at all. I'm, I'm definitely really blessed that it didn't. Um, so real estate wise, it was going, fan it still is, but it, it didn't hurt me at all. Now, master passive income, what was really interesting with uh, with the coaching and everything for probably a good six months after, you know, March is when COVID happened. And then till about September, it slowed down a lot just because people were unsure of what's going on as far as people wanting coaching and people, you know, listening to the podcast. But about September of 2020, started picking right back up. 2021 was terrific with just lots of people wanting to learn and wanting to invest. So that was terrific as well. And along with that, 2022 is shaping up to be really, really awesome right now. I have so many people that I'm helping to learn how to invest. So it, I've been blessed. It has not hurt us at all. Okay. That's uh, that's great. And that's the wonderful thing about real estate too, is that um, it uh, it gets through the tough times in the economy or in the country. Um, it, it, people are always going to need a place to live, and yeah, you know, that's that's just a given. So you know whether you have to lower rents or something, if it got that bad, um, you know you, you still have the opportunity to continue to make an income. And uh, it's just I think it's one of the most solid investments you, you can make out there. But uh, that's great. That is really great. Um, now you know one of the things that you know impressed me you've got these conferences you got a you know one on stocks one on uh, you know crypto i mean are these all areas that that are generating additional income for you yes each one of the conferences at first so conferences are very very hard uh the barrier to entry in a conference is really really high because you have to contract with a hotel they have a food and beverage minimum which means like right now i'm literally in contract with a sheridan uh, for next year's conference, and they want $75,000 minimum food and beverage. Like I have to spend that much on food and beverage. And then a 25%, uh, they call it a service fee on top of that. And then, oh my gosh. I know. Then we wow. have to guarantee certain amount of rooms. I think it was like 500 rooms that we need to fill. And if we don't fill, that's a guarantee. I have to pay it out of my pocket. You know, vacant rooms, I have to pay for that because they're guaranteeing and holding on for me. Um, so that on top of the audio visual, all that sort of stuff. But if you do it right, and in fact, I was really blessed. I've been told by so many, I have lots of friends that have done conferences. They all say, your first year, don't expect to make any money. In fact, expect to lose money. If you make money, that's great. But more than likely, you're going to lose money because conferences are long-term because the more people you get there, the economies of scale, meaning 
you know, if you have 150 people there, um, they have the same price of ticket. But if you have 250 or 500, you make more money per person and not per person, but like overall. So, you know, the cost gets spread out with that. I was really blessed. My first year, we had 250 people at the conference, 10 sponsors. Obviously, we're all talking about real estate. And with that, I made some money. I was really glad. I like I didn't lose money. And it also goes towards my goal of helping 1 million people become financially independent. So if you add all that up, it is a blessing to have more ways of creating passive income. But here's the thing also, I, I definitely want to share that I love having passive income streams, which each conference is a passive income stream. But what also with that, all my other businesses are passive income streams other than my real estate. That is my passive income river. That's my river of passive income. And every stream flows into, yeah, into the river of income because that's generational wealth I'm creating. That is, I'm locking all of my money into a property, which is a good thing with inflation right now, which is terrific. Yes. So- I get all of my passive income streams. And like literally, I was like, I was talking to my wife the other day. I was like, man, we have like every day, we have at least like 10 transactions from many different places that go into our bank account. And we're blessed to be able to now then funnel that into real estate. Uh, that's excellent. Okay, so you're talking about a lot of things like stock market right now. If you're in that, that that's a that's a pretty tough place to be right now, I would imagine. And uh, um, it, it, how, how have you been sort of weathering that? I don't. Okay, <laughs> I, don't okay. have, I don't have any money in that. Well, I'll take that back. I have a little bit of money, like of my portfolio, maybe, I don't know, 2%, but it's just play money in a sense where it's like, I'm a hundred percent fine if I lose it. But if you think about like stocks are businesses that you're investing in, I'd rather personally build and own a business. In fact, I'm the most happy, well, outside of being with my family and you know, all that sort of stuff. I when in my businesses or in my career, I'm the most happy when I'm building a business. So for me, I love building businesses and I love owning the businesses. Stocks, you're buying part of a business and you have no control or no say on this. I will say though, a big reason why I don't invest in stocks because I am horrible at it. I buy high and sell low every (laughs) single time, even when I know and I'm telling myself, okay, I would normally sell now and that's usually the wrong idea. So I'm going to buy more. That's still the wrong thing to do. So I stay away from that. I do have a little bit like I really like uranium. I you know, I think with ever the world saying, hey, we gotta get away from gas, we gotta go green, even though I, I might not agree with it. It's I just see the writing on the wall. I might as well put some money in there. But like I said, it's more just it's money for me that I'm willing to just let go. It's it's not where I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not banking on it, is what I'm saying. Like it's not my 401k or my retirement. No, my retirement is my real estate. I have 30 plus properties now. I literally don't work. That's what makes us money. And I'm just gonna give those to my kids. Now I've since then started investing in syndications, which is multifamily, just got into a hotel. I love Monopoly. You know, you start with land, get uh, houses, build up to where you can get hotels. Well, I actually just did that. I just bought into a hotel syndication. We've got two hotels. And so with all that, I go to where my strengths are. Stocks are not my strength. In fact, I've lost a lot of money over the years because I didn't know what I was doing. And so I realized every single time I lose money, let me just not do it. Let me do the things that I know well and I can make money on. Right. So what what are the various uh, streams that that you uh, personally, you know, would recommend to people and that you have, you know, that could bring in those the, the diversity in mm-hmm. their portfolios? 
I personally believe, well, number one, we all need a job to provide for ourselves and our family. That's that's number one. It's a bummer. I call it a J-O-B because you're living just over broke. Your boss is paying you just enough to keep you working without quitting, but not so much money as taking out money out of their pocket. And so when you start getting paid for the value that you bring, you will be paid so much more than anybody could ever pay you. So that's the first thing is we need a job to provide for a family, but at the same time, realize you can make so much more when you are working for yourself. With Along with that, the streams of income, obviously real estate, that's a big river of income. Now with that, I've realized that helping more people in my life, the more people that I help, the better my life gets. And I've been looking to see how many, like, how can I find more ways to help people? I'll give you an example, easy, starting with real estate. If I have a really de- decent house, you know, no, no, it's not the Taj Mahal or anything, but I have a good house and I provide it at a decent rent. That's hopefully a little lower than market rent so that you give somebody a good place to stay. Well, I'm helping them. Obviously, my family gets help because I'm making money in passive income. If you think about other things, you know, if I write a book that I sell or don't necessarily do any selling, but you know, I put it on an Amazon and Apple and all that sort of stuff. Well, people buy it. I'm helping them because I'm giving them knowledge of you know everything I've done to help them. And then I make money in passive income because it, you know, they just sell it. Same thing with um, affiliates. I really enjoy affiliates. Now, affiliate basically is with masterpassiveincome.com, my website that I have, the coaching and everything. I suggest software companies and things that I personally use that I like. I don't just throw anybody out there, but the ones that I like. And they say, hey, if you send us any type of traffic, we're going to give you five bucks you know, per person that clicks on your link or you know, that, that registers or something like that. That's extra money. Now, if you have, let's say, 10 different affiliates, then that's a lot of money that keeps coming in. I'll give you an example. One of my affiliates, and I was going to say this and I forgot to say it, but I will say it now. So my 401k and my IRA, my retirement when I was working in a job, I literally cashed all that out. And the reason why, even taking the penalties and the hits, I make so much more money in real estate. It's ridiculous. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to keep it in there. I can't control it. But in my real estate, I can. So with that, I also have an affiliate with a company that does the 401k self-directed IRA and self-directed 401ks. And people love that because they can take charge of it. Now, I suggest taking it all out and put it in real estate, but here's another option. And anyway, so what I'm doing is I'm providing options for my audience and for my students. And when they go and work with these companies who are companies that I like and I recommend, because I'm not just going to recommend anybody, then they are saying, hey, this is a great resource. Thank you. But I get a little um, you know, return for, for that as well. They don't charge more. It's just, Hey, thank you for bringing in traffic. That's another one. Another one is I do group coaching. So I love coaching. In fact, I had a course where it's called the ultimate real estate investing system. So many hours put into it. It's so robust. It literally teaches you everything step-by-step. I got so disappointed when I realized, and I looked at the stats that only 20% of the people bought in the course were actually finishing it. That was disappointing because I'm not doing this to make money. Of course, the money's fine and all. I, I really appreciate all the money that comes in, but I'm doing this to help people. And my wife said, hey, if you're going to give your time away for free, don't even do it. Just come hang out with us. Like, just do stuff around the house. And so she said, you better, you know, make money. We're like, okay, that's that's smart. So fast forward to now with that course, I started coaching, doing group coaching as well. Bring in anybody who wants to be a part of a membership. You know, they pay a, a low fee every single month. They get all my courses, but they get 
coaching. And I've seen instead of 20% of the people finishing, like 90% of the people finishing and getting their properties because they have encouragement, because they have coaching, they have other investors that are of like mind helping it together. So that's another thing. Another one is, let's say, ads, advertising, my YouTube channel, my podcast, people, companies wanting to come and you know promote their stuff on my, my sites and everything. That is also more revenue. And then on top of that, I'll round out. Like there's, there's a few more, but I'll stop here. My conferences. Now with the conferences that I'm creating, these are avenues to make more money. But the key is helping more people. That's the key out of, if you think about everything that I'm doing, I err on the side of number one, passive income, but number two, how can I help more people? Because the more people that I help, the, the better my life gets and the better their lives get. Uh, that's great, and 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 on that million mark, um, I mean, I, so I guess you would add up the number of people that buy your books, the people that listen to your podcast, and I mean, you come just, to the I conferences, mean, yeah, yeah, conferences, um, yeah, I would, and of course, you know, the ones that you work directly with in your coaching and so forth. So, um, and yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. That's an awesome goal. That's really neat. Um, do you uh, do you find you know? Um, in on the real estate side of things that um you know it is such so solid for us and it's great but then you've got these other variables that are kind of going on in the economy right now and uh, obviously you know the printing up of you know 50 trillion dollars <laughs> <laughs> out of thin air uh the fact that a lot of people are saying you know the banks you know it's not safe to have your money i mean there's all kinds of stuff that's going around and um uh are you how are you sort of positioning yourself? Should there be, you know, a market crash, correction, mm. what have you? So a couple things. Number one, I I know that when there is some, if there is a crash, I'm just saying that the market has gone up over the last 12, what, 13, 14 years now? Like it's just constantly been going up, which normally market cycles are seven to eight years up and down. There's fluctuations, but it's just been going up because the government, now I would say the government, Government has allowed the Federal Reserve to print $80 billion a month and dump it into the stock market. That's why the stock market's seeing so many highs, and that's why we've been living high in the hog for, for so long now. Uh, but with that, I know eventually something's going to happen. There's going to be maybe a correction, maybe a crash. I don't know. I'm not a profit or anything. I just know that when there's a correction, cash is king. Like You need to have money or access to money. And on top of that, to add to that, right now we've seen in real estate the tons and tons of buyers and very few sellers. So it's been a seller's market. I personally love, I don't know if it's Warren Buffett or somebody else, but basically when people are buying, investors or people who are wise need to be sellers. When people are selling, the wise people, the investors need to be buying. So right now it's a seller's market. So I'm going to go with that. I don't necessarily sell, sell my properties, but I'm not necessarily dying to buy properties. Now, there are good deals that pop up. I'm like, well, I'll go ahead and buy it. It's a good deal, but I'm not chasing the market. I'm not going after it. Now, with that, I realize when there is some sort of correction and with interest rates going up, as interest rates go up, prices of homes absolutely must come down. Because when you realize everybody, most people, homeowners, they only have, let's say, $2,000 a month to pay for a rent on a house or mortgage. Well, when interest rates go up, that $2,000 doesn't increase. They, don't, they can't just automatically start making more money. But what they can do is 
not buy that house and they have to wait for the price to come down because or buy you know a less expensive house. So the interest rates go up. That means the amount of money they can borrow is lessened, which means demand goes down and then prices come down. So for me, what I've been doing is definitely making sure I have plenty of cash so that I can buy properties. Many other investors that have cash too, that I can literally call up and say, Hey, I have a great deal. Come and, you know, let, let's partner together or, you know, I'll start a syndication and we can do that. So having access to cash and at the same time, not getting into big debt. Now I'll give you an example of what I'm saying, getting into big debt. I and my wife back in 2020, right around COVID time, we were thinking, let's look for a new property. Interest rates are low and all that sort of stuff. And then I thought, man, prices, especially now, now it's even more, you know, median price right now is like $500,000, it seems like in most places. And $500,000, like that's a big mortgage. It, right now in the house I live in, it's one of my rental properties I moved into because I was waiting to buy another property. Now I don't have a mortgage on this house, which I'm so, so very blessed to have no mortgage, which means I have so much less debt and my income is high. So my debt to income ratio is really good. So when there is something where I could buy one, 10, however many properties, my debt to income ratio is low so that I can get mortgages on new properties or even a new house that I want to live in for myself or other investors. So all that to say, it seems like something is going to be coming, especially with the interest rates going up, all the inflation. It seems like something's going to be coming. So I'm preparing in all those different ways. Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, so, sort of looking ahead on the long term, you know, you, you know, you, I, I see the focus on education and being able to, to, educate as many people as you can on real estate investing. Where else do you see yourself going in, in terms of your business or what else excites you about the future of your business? Well, definitely. I, I really enjoy syndications too. So my bread and butter is residential. So four units and below. So if I say single family, it means four units and below because that's what the IRS, that's what you know, um, uh, banks classify as a residential loan or a regular conventional loan, four units and below. Once you get to five, totally different financing and above, five five units and below, above, different financing, different ways you manage them, all that sort of stuff, especially when you get to 20, 30 properties. So, or sorry, units in one property. So what I love now, and I'm blessed to do this, be able to do this, um, I know the residential market for, for units and below so well that it's like, you know, deals come to me because people know me as an investor and a buyer. So that's like the back of my, my hand. I literally don't need to think and because I've done it so many times and coached so many people. It's simple to me. Now, looking at, I would like to get into more multifamily, more apartment complexes. But then I realized, man, I really am blessed to have enough money to be a passive investor. It's a lot of work to take down or, you know, get under contract, uh, let's say a hundred unit apartment complex, get investors with you, manage the property. It's like, you know what? There are so many other people who are really, really good at that. I don't necessarily want to learn that. Why don't I just give them money? You know, let's say $50,000 or whatever it might be that their requirement is invest my money and then get a return. So I'm helping them take down these deals and I get passive income. So I'm looking forward to a lot of that, especially when there's going to be some sort of correction in the market. Prices of everything will eventually come down. And so apartment complexes will come down as well and be continuing to invest inside there. So uh, residential is fantastic as well as multifamily are fantastic. That's great. Now, with the residential, when you instruct your students, uh, how many properties do you uh, recommend somebody somebody take on, um, you know, realistically to manage themselves? 
Oh, no, we don't manage our properties ourselves <laughs> at all. Oh, okay. No, I hate managing properties. I don't want to talk to tenants. I don't want, because they're going to, this is what happened to me. Tenants, and I invest all over the country. So I'm not saying I li- like literally invest in my backyard. I invest in Ohio, Texas, and Arizona. My students literally invest all over the country. Midwest is really, really good right now. Lower prices, higher rents. Um, and down in the Carolinas and Florida are really, really good places. My students are buying all over the place, even now, even with market being high. Um, and so I don't, it, I don't manage my properties. And the reason why is because I, number one, I, I don't want to talk to my tenants and I don't want to be looked at as, Oh, you, you know, cause I, I did manage my properties a couple of times and they look at you as, Oh, you're a nice guy. Can you please just not collect rent this month? And I'm a nice guy. I'm generally a nice guy. And so I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, but if I don't do that and I have a property manager, then they have business rules. I've already laid it out to them. They have systems and processes in place for me to make sure that rents get collected. If they don't pay the rent, then sadly we have to evict them. I don't have to think. But now here's another thing. A lot of investors might say, well, it's expensive for a property manager. It's expensive to make sure that it's taken care of by somebody else. I could just keep that money. Well, here's what I do. I don't go and get a job to then pay for my property manager what I do is I build the business first. And I, we definitely talked about this in the first episode when I was on your show, but we build the business and with building a business, we account for every single expense and a property manager is an expense. So with that property manager expense, I make sure that that's accounted for. And you'll, you'll definitely understand this bill. I don't pay my property manager. I don't pay my taxes. I don't pay my insurance. I don't pay my mortgage. I don't pay any of that stuff. My tenants pay for all of that. Now, it so happens the money comes into me and out through all of these bills that I got to pay, but I don't have to go get a job for these things. With that, I hire the prop- good property managers, and here's a big tip I'll give everybody, and I, I think, believe I talked about this in, in the past episode, but we interview property managers. If you're going to start a business, let's say a convenience store, you're not going to just grab somebody off the street and say, hey, you got a pulse, come and manage my inventory, manage my employees, manage my money. You're not going to do that without actually interviewing them, making sure that they can do it. Same thing with property managers. You're setting up a business and that property manager is the one that's going to make sure that you're doing the business right. They're the experts on the ground. Like Zillow's not an expert, Redfin, Trulia, like all those websites, they are not experts. Who are experts? It's the people there on the ground. So all that to say, I don't want to manage my properties. We don't. In fact, all my students, we don't manage our properties. We account for the property managers so they can do all the work. And I literally only work maybe 30 minutes a month. I don't want to work any more than that. I just look at my property management statements, make sure everything looks good, and then set it aside. That's great. That's great. Wow. Well, it it sounds like you you're going gangbusters. Uh, it's uh, things are, are going very well. Uh, do you have uh, any of your conferences coming up? So it the next one will be in 2023 in May of 2023. It's just a way the hotels. I wanted it to be in March here in Phoenix, but it's looking like it'll be in May in um, 2023. And it'll be the Military Wealth Builders Conference and the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference at the same time, or like back to back. And so if you go to rewbcon.com, so Real Estate Wealth Builders, all, you know, all abbreviated, rewbcon.com, you can sign up and I'll give you, uh, with sign up for the newsletter. And usually I send out discount codes that you can get the tickets on a discount, like 10% or something like that. But um, it's going to be yearly. And the tagline is gathering together to make investing better. 
And the reason why I put that together is we're not going to have a, a Zoom option or, you know, like a video, um, a virtual option, because the whole purpose is to gather every, literally in the same room together. All the content is really good, like the sessions and the teaching and all. That's great stuff. But you cannot duplicate the community of people, investors, that you can't at physically being at the conference. It was so amazing. This last year at, at RubeCon, we had 250 people. It had 30 speakers, 10, 15 sponsors. I can't remember. But literally, without provocation, like I didn't ask this question. I would just go up to somebody, sponsor, uh, attendee, or speaker, say, hey, how are you doing? They would say, oh, man, I'm doing fantastic. And I wouldn't even ask the question. They would, But they would say, I am absolutely loving it. This is an amazing conference. And I am coming back next year and I'm bringing more people, like my family members, my kids, and all that sort of stuff. And literally 100%, I'm not exaggerating. It was amazing to hear. So all that to say, it's a blessing to be a part of this, seeing a community being built of people helping each other, like-minded. And one thing I will say, Usually, if you go to a real estate investor conference, it they're all sales pitches, basically. Not all, but some, most of them are. They'll they'll give you a sales pitch on how to do something, and then they'll say, "Okay, now run to the back, and we're going to discount. It's normally a hundred thousand dollars work with me. It's only going to be five thousand dollars today. The first ten people, or whatever." We're not doing that. This is literally all genuine people coming together, literally showing you for free. Obviously, you pay for the ticket, but like they're just giving this out. We're not, it's not to try to get you more money out of you. All that to say, it's all about helping more people. So, May of 2023 is when RubeCon is going to be in uh, the next one. Awesome. Awesome. And, and if people just want to find out, uh, find out about you and your other uh, courses and, and, uh, You'd mentioned the the, so the group uh, coaching and all the different things. Uh, uh, what, what's the best way for people to uh, reach you that way? Yeah, totally. Actually, I have a course I would just love to give away for free. Do you mind if I share that with everybody? No, that'd be great. Awesome. So yeah, yeah. if you want to work with me and, and group coaching everything, you can definitely go to masterpassiveincome.com and you'll find all everything there. But I'll give you my real estate investing course 100% for free. It'll literally outline everything I talked about and show you how to you know, find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business, how to do it successfully to scale it to where you can quit your job. If you text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. I try to make it simple. 33777, text the word rental to 33777. And I will literally just send it right to you. You'll be able to download it, get started right away. And on top of that, I have my podcast, the Master Passive Income Podcast. It's really just me teaching. I rarely do interviews. So Master Passive Income Podcast, same thing, my YouTube channel, just giving away all this information just so that I can help so many more people to invest in real estate. So reach me out anywhere on there. Plus, I think I'm on social media, like Instagram, the Dustin Heiner is, I'm not that arrogant, but it's the only one I could find, you know, T-H-E, <laughs> Dustin Heiner, uh, look me up there too. But uh, yeah, it's been great, Bill. I really appreciate having me on the show again. Oh, it's been great having you on. And uh, thanks uh, thanks for all the information and uh, gosh, a free course on top of that. That's awesome. Absolutely. I'm glad to do it. I just want to see, like I said, a million people to become financially independent investing in real estate. I uh, love it. I love it.
Uh, also, I want to thank all our old dog listeners out there, too, for joining us. I know there's a lot of other things you could be doing right now, but the fact that you've taken the time to join us means a lot, and we really appreciate it. Now, please note, everything that Dustin talked about today will be outlined in detail, and all these links that we're talking about, don't you know, if you didn't get to write them down, don't worry about it. You can go to our show notes at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. Look for the episode with Dustin Heiner, and uh, all that all that will be there. Now, please note, old dog listeners, everything presented here today, including the links, can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs REI Network, and that's olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.